Hey guys, it's your girl. She's back. I am going to talk about something that is just... Ugh, I have not wanted to revisit this story um, ever. But a lot of people ask me, um, you know, that are looking to get pregnant or just people who are trying to picture what their life is going to be like in the future. So, hey, it's me, Allure Rochelle, and I survived pregnancy. Be right back. Okay, so I actually meant to say I survived pregnancy and labor and delivery. <laughs> So if you have ever met me in person, you do know that your girl is five foot two, okay? And I was five foot all through high school and like God blessed me and gave me a couple more inches and I am eternally grateful for that because I'm a little person. So picturing someone who is five foot two, I gained 60 pounds, you guys, 60 pounds. I was... I was waddling so much that me, uh, me and um, one of my close friends, we were pregnant at the same time. Like, we were a month apart. Actually, no. We were, like, two weeks apart. So, our babies are two weeks apart. And we were walking together, and we were waddling, and my dad called us a bunch of lucky gooses. First of all, disrespectful, but I knew I was big, and I was like, I'm going to own it. You know, this is my big hips, my big everything. It's here. You know? Live, like, whatever. So, yes. Um... My pregnancy was actually pretty good. So, um, Ella was born February the 7th, 2017. Um, I think I traveled probably the most when I was pregnant. I went to Florida during my morning sickness. Um, yeah, it was a little bad. It was like 113 degrees and I'm just like, all I crave right now is fruit and cheese and like even that makes my stomach hurt. Like with Ella, I didn't really, uh, crave too much. I actually was not hungry for anything bad. And if you know anything about me, I always have snacks. I always have bad snacks like hot Cheetos, like I'm the Nutella girl, I, anything like cookies, Oreos, the weird Oreos, the Peeps Oreos. Oh my God. Peeps are my favorite treats. Everyone hates on them. I'm here for the, I'm the one keeping the Peeps alive. Okay. It's me. It's me. I'm the reason why peeps <laughs> marketing works. I just love them so much. Like when I was little, I used to keep the package of them. My grandma used to buy us boxes of peeps and I liked I would I would like them stale. I don't know. Anyway, that's just a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But anyway, I ate really bad food. So when I got pregnant, I pretty much was a vegetarian. I only wanted crackers, cheese, and fruit. And so I was a little nauseous, but I never threw up. So that was pretty good. A lot of my friends were throwing up all over me. Okay, so there was like seven of us that got pregnant together, totally unplanned, but we all got married the same year. So, you know, we all got pregnant the same year. That totally makes sense. And so we were all moody. We were all just crazy and exhausted and whiny. But I think it's kind of cool to be pregnant with someone else because like they get it and you don't even have to explain yourself. Like it's just like that nod like, yeah, girl. I feel you. Anyway, so I had a pretty decent pregnancy. Um, I traveled also, I think, to Minnesota when I was like five months pregnant. And it took me a while to show because like nobody shows with their first kid. I mean, unless you've just been really eaten, you go, girl. Like that baby's going to be chubby. Embrace it. You know what I mean? Um, but me, I didn't really gain a lot of weight till like the end. And I was doing a lot of research because they say you're not supposed to really pig out until like the last month. Because the last month is all baby fat. So all I wanted was cheese and crackers anyway. So I was eating like a mouse for a while. 
And then finally, like, the last two months, like, I was eating tubs of ice cream. I had boxes of food in my trunk. I had a snack pack in my trunk. Like, if I was hungry, I was like, oh, I'm just going to go in my trunk and get, like, out of my basket of treats, a whole box of goldfish and hot Cheetos. I probably shouldn't have eaten them, but I craved them so bad. Burger King breakfast, Taco Bell breakfast, McDonald's 24-7. I was like, McDonald's today, McDonald's tomorrow, McDonald's for breakfast. Like, I was, I went nuts, and that's probably where that 60 pounds came in. So I kind of, like, thought my whole pregnancy that I was pretty much going to die at labor and delivery. Not to mention my aunt would call me once a week towards the end and be like, you're not going to make it to labor and deliver, you're too little. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, my mom made it. She had three of us. I mean, it's going to be fine. Well, (laughs) so now back to the labor and delivery story. So pregnancy, pretty cool. Pregnancy was fine. It kind of flew by, in my opinion. I was shooting a wedding, I think, until I was like eight and a half, almost nine months pregnant. So like, yeah, the, the... the middle of January, and I had Ella the first week of February. So after that, um, you know, I'm pretty sure my water broke, and I was with a friend, and we were just, like, planning out our businesses together because, you know me, I never take a break, always talking about business. <laughs> and um, my water broke, and so we went to the hospital. We're freaking out. My parents are out of the state per the usual, and my husband was at work, and he was freaking out. He had an emergency contact list. Listen, he is such an Enneagram 5. That that man is the most organized person I know. He had a do not call list. He had a call list. He had a priority list. I was like, I don't care. I just need to get to the hospital. So while he's figuring that out and we're at the hospital, they said my water didn't break and that it was a miscellaneous fluid. And she's, like, calming me down, right? She's like, don't be embarrassed. And I was like, listen, lady, I didn't pee on myself. I know I didn't. And she's like, it's just fine. Like, it's, you know, things happen. I said, ma'am, I did not pee myself. I went to the bathroom afterwards, you know. And they're like, well, we're just going to have to send you home. So they sent me home. And two days later, um, we went back to the doctors. I actually didn't have contractions, mind you, during this, which is kind of crazy. So went to the doctor. And, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? And they're like, there's no fluid. You have no fluid. You have to have this baby tonight. And I'm like, oh, great. This is great. How fun. (laughs) So they're rushing me off. And I'm just like crying happy. And I was like, finally, this baby's coming out of me. Like, you don't know how done you are with pregnancy when you need help to roll over in bed. Okay. And mind you, I'm the type of person, I don't need your help. I'm going to wobble up the stairs in a half an hour if it takes that long, because like, I'm that type of person. I can do everything myself. And my husband's just like, you can't though. You're like, you're huge. You can't even roll over in bed. And I'm just like, listen, I know I'm chubby, but I'm gonna find a way to roll over in this bed. (laughs) Ah, Anyway, so we were rushing off and I heard them whispering. And you know, I was pretty upset with the hospital at this point because I heard them say um wait she came in here on Friday and they're like wow this doctor never makes mistakes that was definitely her fluid that that broke you know and they said well we're just gonna say that she came up here Friday and I was like what wait so my water really did break and I really was right and you're not gonna own up to it at all you're just gonna change the paperwork cool cool But I, like, was so spaced out because my contractions just all of a sudden kicked in. And, um, yeah, I had her at, was it 1 in the morning? or I think it was midnight, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, 
and um, it was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, third degree tear, all that fancy great stuff. Um, her heart rate dropped and we couldn't get her to come out and it was pretty much a dry birth, but she's here. She's a miracle. My story is not as bad as most people's, but I had a friend who literally was in labor, who pushed for 10 minutes. I probably pushed for two hours. Also, funny, fun, fun tip. I probably don't even need epidural because by the time they got it to me, I was already at 10 or nine and a half. And they're like, oh, she's ready to push. And then they gave me the epidural. I'm like, well, now I can't feel anything. So it took me an extra hour of labor, but it was a lot of work. So (laughs) after dealing with all of that and the recovery, my husband went back to work full time and he was starting a new job and they wouldn't let him call off the days, which is understandable. Um, He worked an hour away from home. So he was pretty much gone from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. And my parents were saving the world in India because that's what they do. And um, my sisters both had full-time jobs and it was it was a lot. So I was pretty much alone um, raising my daughter. Had no idea what I was doing. I was so stressed out. And as I am grateful, that was the year that I won the Metro Times. So I think three days after... I had Ella. Um, The Metro Times um, said that I was like the the best Instagram photographer to follow in Detroit. And so that month, I booked 17 clients. Like in in a month, I booked 17 clients. So I wasn't busy back then. I think I had previous years, I was still building my business. I think I had at the most like seven weddings. Um, I think the year before I only had four and I thought I was killing it. I was, I was bucking it, but no. Um, so 17 and that was pretty much when my business took off and it was a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. So I don't think it, I mean, maybe the la- the labor was awful. I'm not even going to discredit it. It was awful, but I think that the, probably the worst part for me was getting back into the swing of things and figuring out a schedule with a new baby. Um, so the doctor suggested I couldn't go upstairs and I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that because my tear was so bad. Well, I was home alone and I kind of had to make it work. So I think that like dealing with everything by myself was, gave me like anxiety. And that was probably the first time in my life I really understood what anxiety was. It was like this shooting electric pain in your brain and it just you felt like shaky and you were just so scared. Like I was so scared. I knew Ken was going to work and it scared me because I was like, I don't know what to do with this little creature that looks just like me. And I loved her so much, but I didn't know what I was doing. And, um, I found myself, um, stressing out a lot. I was on like uh, narco and a whole bunch of medicine. I was pretty much numb, but those medicines caused me not to be hungry, which means I really couldn't nurse. I only nursed for like a a month. And that was really, really stressful on me. Um, And I think that resulted in like baby blues for like about a week. And I was like praying to God that I wasn't going to have postpartum because, you know, the postpartum depression is probably the worst thing, you know, you could ever have. And my heart goes out to any woman who's had to deal with that because that is, that is awful. I only dealt with the anxiety and just not being hungry, but the rest of it, like, oh my goodness, like, seriously, men do not understand the stuff that we go through, like, 
being a mom is not a joke. Like, hat off to any woman. Like, cl- clap for yourself, seriously, because you are just so strong. So strong. Anyway, um, so yeah, getting back to work, I had to create a schedule for her and I had to create a schedule for myself. Luckily, Ella slept longer than probably any baby in the history of America. She had like four to five hour naps. I would go running and I would do some work and figure out invoicing and stuff like that. So that was pretty much, you know, my life um, as a new mom. And I was figuring it out. And I feel like, you know, just want to say this to all the new moms or moms that are already moms. (laughs) Um, You can do this. Um, It's hard in the beginning. I feel like the only way that you can really help your life is to build a schedule for yourself and a schedule for your kids around your kids. Now, if your kids go to school, bless you, you are free. But if they're still at home, it's like I kind of work around Ella's schedule um, right now. She's going to be full-time um, watched as of this year because there are just so many projects I can't get done with my beautiful little busy, busy bear. Um, but up until, I mean, two years, I have worked around her schedule every time she took a nap that was when I worked. And I feel like all of us moms kind of do that. We scatter around. I've learned that now I've learned that I should have probably used some of those nap times as breaks for myself and then work, like work and break, work and break. But you know, everybody does what works best for them. Um, Another thing that's really helped me is, I mean, I can't talk about this enough is automation for my job like the things that you don't enjoy doing the things that give you stress when you're a mom you kind of don't have a choice but to outsource like outsourcing has probably saved me at least 10 to 15 hours with my family and you know if you are single and you have the time and you like to work and you like to edit there's some people who love to edit and god bless them seriously god bless them but I'm not one of those people. My favorite part of the wedding day is being present with them on the wedding day and helping them and and being a resource because I've done this so many times. I've actually been married myself. You know, I have so much I could give to them. But afterwards, you know, I would love to be able to just hand that over to somebody that can take care of that for me so I can offer the best customer service to my clients. Um, and so... Yeah, definitely consider automation. And if, like I said, if you like to edit, then there are virtual assistants that will check your emails for you and like give automated responses or even respond to them um, wholeheartedly. And, you know, there's so many, I feel, maybe this is just me, but I just feel like we can really build women around us, even men too, like by employing other people. Like that makes me so happy knowing that by creating these ideas and by living my best life and and my dreams is that I'm also I'm also giving people lunch. I'm helping them take care of their little family. Like that is why I adore small businesses. So yeah, I guess in a sense it's worth it's it's gold to have more time with your family. Like there's no I can't even put a price on 15 hours with my family. Like that is so precious to me it's immeasurable because, you know, tomorrow is not promised. I don't want to sound gory, but it's just not. And you don't want it to be thought, you know, when, when people pass, the first thing you do is what? Guilt and anger. But I don't want to have that at all in any way, shape, or form. I want to do the best that I could with everything that I had, everything. And so that is my decision. I don't know. I feel like I'm just rambling at this point. <laughs> but I'm just talking like no necessarily business here, but just 
I know a lot of people want to hear this story and don't take what I said. Like my story is probably not a lot. There are some women that had the best pregnancy. There's some people who never had contractions and they're like, oh, I feel like I sh- I'm going into labor. I feel something, you know. There's so many people that, you know, they handle, I think what they say, like if your cramps are really, really, really bad, then you're going to have the, the best labor because you're so numb to pain. Listen, hats off to you, girl, because I never had cramps, really. So <laughs> I was in for a treat. But yeah, so um, there it is. That's my pregnancy and delivery story and a little bit of how I got it together afterwards. And if you want to hear more about how I organize my life, um, definitely check out a couple episodes past. And it's how I organize time with my family. And listen to my previous episode about 2018. Because seriously, I feel like we all struggle with an imposter syndrome, whether we say it out loud or not. And if you're listening, don't forget to screenshot this and tag me in your stories i love sharing them it just makes me so happy to know that someone else is enjoying this and maybe i'm not just rambling on and on and on (laughs) so thank you for hanging out with me and i will see you in the next episode guys bye